Hello and welcome back to our next Let's Talk episode. How are you guys doing? I hope well. We have Dan with us. How are you, Dan? Life is wonderful, man. Just getting a lot of stuff done. Always on the move, trying to get things done, going towards the next objective. Just from this one to this one, and life is just friggin' awesome. Glad to be here with you, my man. Glad to be here. Amazing. I'm glad to be here with you as well. So today we are going to talk about time management and living with a sense of urgency. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So, you know, there's always um, the sense that you, you got to calm down, you got to relax, you got to be patient. But th there's also the sense that, you know, there's so much time you have in your life and you, there's so many things you want to achieve. So how do you uh, strike a balance between the two or should you? So my question for you, Dan, is to start off is what do you, how do you approach your life? Do you uh, tend to calm down, like be super relaxed? Or do you go for urgency, or what do you do, or do you strike a balance between the two? Very nice. You see, as you uh, might know, I'm a hustler. And by hustler, I don't mean a freaking drug dealer. I mean somebody who actually <laughs> goes out and tries to uh, basically run the day instead of let the day run us down, right? Because let's be honest, either you run the day or the day runs you down. So I'm the kind of guy who likes to run the day. And for that reason... I do not like to just uh, take it easy and just sit in front of the TV for a couple of hours. That's not my style, man. I want right to get right. things done. I want to get shit done. And because of this, I have to actually be on the move. So I'm more like the intense type where I would like to move from objective to objective. And doing things without purpose does not satisfy me at all. So for that very reason, I love to live with that sense of urgency to make sure that I can accomplish more. Because that's not just the, the purpose here is not just to get things done and to just accomplish more, but that actually gets you in the right state of mind, which gives you a lot of energy and enthusiasm. I mean, that's what I'm really after. That's what everyone that I know who is a high achiever is after. They don't want the, res the results and the rewards as much as they want the state. Uh, Gary calls it, I'm in it for the game, not for the uh, rewards. So, I mean, the game itself is what matters. And the game of success, the game of hustling, it's all about constantly being on the move. Uh, and trying to do more, not just for the rewards, but actually for the res for the sake of its own uh, pleasure and the flow that comes with that high intense uh, uh, intensity pursuit. So for that reason, I'm kind of like that, and I, I like to live life with a sense of urgency. Amazing, that's very interesting. So that there's also also the counter argument that says, okay, that that life still creates a lot of you know uh, stress, a lot of uh, you know. Uh, ups and downs and you might that's, you're, you're absolutely right it does create a lot of stress but mm -hmm. then again there are a lot of ways to counter that stress mm -hmm. which is why i exercise twice per day and i focus Amazing. a lot on aerobic and cardio rather than actually uh just uh, weight training because ultimately you're right that type it's kind of like uh, you know driving your car like really high speed most of the time so of course right. that puts a pressure on the engine and whatnot but if you know how to take care of that car then that car will mm -hmm. keep running right so the same thing goes to the body. You're absolutely right. A high-intensity lifestyle will inevitably create stress. That's just inevitable. However, as we, you and I both know, there are a variety of ways to get rid of that stress. Uh, and we could actually later talk about, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, I'm going to have a program just about the subject, like how to actually counter stress yeah, uh, in your life. Uh, because there are a variety of ways we can actually employ to uh, somehow reduce the stress. However, let's be honest. Dude, come on, like sometimes you will actually get too stressed. I mean, you get sick, you get all, all kinds of problems. But mm. that's just what I call the injuries on the path to athletic success. So if you're an athlete, if you want to run a marathon, if you want to like get some kind of medal or something, 
the chances are in your trainings at some point you get injured. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just inevitable. The same thing goes with life. And I, I want to quote uh, basically uh, a, f- a famous phrase and one of my fav- favorite comedies, uh, basically, which I watched a long time ago, by the way, called mm-hmm. Horrible Bosses. And <laughs> in that, if you if you watch, I'm not sure if you if you watch yeah, that movie, yeah, I, I loved it and I laughed. I love really all both. Cool. I think there are two movies actually. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. And in the first one, the the CEO looks at uh, this gentleman and says, "You cannot win the marathon of life if you don't want to get blisters." I mean, oh. these are the blisters. So you do get stressed. That's right. You will have some problems here and there, but ultimately, these are the blisters on the way to success. Yeah, I mean, in the obstacles, the way we talked about it, these obstacles are the way. And um, just just to clarify, so you are basically saying my concern is not to uh, specifically with the item of the stress. You're saying your your concern is not to create the stress. Your concern is how to. Uh, get rid of it after its creation because it's an inevitable. Manage as well, exactly. Stress management because it's right. part of life. If you want to live completely stress free, then first of all, it'll be a freaking boring lifestyle. I mean, just go become a monk and yeah. spend all day long freaking meditating and doing yoga and stuff. I mean, you can do that. That's if it's fine for you. Go do go do it. Yeah, man. it's but fine by you. That's not fine for me. So I can't live like that, which means I have to go the other way mm-hmm. and I have to find ways to manage those things. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that's very true, and that's very fair. As you, as as I mentioned a minute ago, we all we talked about this idea of, um, you know, the obstacles away. And if you're after something very sweet and very dandy and very nice, you gotta you gotta pay the price. And the price is, yeah, you you're right. You gotta do a lot of stuff that causes you, you know, might injure you in like physical way or or mental way. Uh, well, stress is sort of you know. Um, the uh, mental injury, you could say. So you, but then you right. gotta, you gotta basically come come up with ideas on how to how to heal it. If you wanna avoid complete injuries, then you can't even cross a street. That's, that's exactly. not feasible. So that's right. So true. So yeah, and so I, true. And I like the idea of you know, when you mentioned like you choose this you know bustling life, not just because uh, you wanna achieve a lot of stuff, that too, but mainly because it gives you a lot of energy. When you exactly crunch, and you know, you -hmm. mentioned time and stuff. Uh, That time management thing is a huge part of your stress management because ultimately, uh, it's all about the priorities in your life. I mean, how are you going to manage your priorities? Do you understand what these priorities are? Mm -hmm. What is your plan in this regard? So, because of this, I really believe that it's quite critical to be able to somehow uh, find ways to know what are uh, the things that are more important yeah. than the others. And mm-hmm. this will then allow you to create a much better uh, lifestyle where you are not stressed for the wrong things. I mean, let's be honest, right. one of the best ways to reduce your stress level is to simply not get stressed in the first place mm-hmm. by the wrong things that are not that important. Right, that's very fair. And uh, you, you mentioned like priorities. And I, and I understand like um, a lot of people, including myself a while back, didn't know their priorities, like what really was their priorities. Either they were in the dark, they just didn't know that they didn't know, or they knew that they didn't know, which is a little better, of course. But then let's talk about that for a minute. So, you know, how would you, for, for a person that knows their priority, my question is, okay, they have to make sure that they, they got the right priorities. Like, are they sure or are they, or do they think this is the right priority for them? For the people who are not, who don't know their priority, how do they go about in finding it? Well, first of all, priority comes down to your values. I mean, uh, this goes way back to understanding who you are and what you want from life. 
So uh, your priorities ultimately are the things that should be in alignment with your values and the ultimate outcomes and results you want to achieve in life. So let's say, for example, that you're, you ask yourself, one of my most important, uh, let's say, uh, goals right now yeah. is, I don't know, let's say I, get, I want to get a university certificate. Let's say I want to start my own business, whatever it is. Right. You have to ask yourself, what are my goals and what are the most important goals? Now, in this condition, you have to then be able to set these goals based upon the impacts that they have on your life as well as how important they are to you. For right. example, let's say you are simultaneously pursuing your education in college and you want to run your business. Now, in this case, you then have to look at yourself. We had an episode about knowing ourselves, basically. Yep. What are my values here? Exactly. What are my values here? So is for me, for example, autonomy, freedom and power more important than, let's say, stability and education. So in that case, for me, that business becomes a higher priority. And when the, you know, when I have to make a choice between the two, like if I have to let one of them go, I will definitely let go of the university and not the work. I see. So somebody else is going to be quite different. So understanding your priority is ultimately about your values. What are your values? Once you know those values, then you have to set goals that will allow you to realize those values. And values that are more important to you will then be corresponded with higher priority tasks, which allow you to realize them, which means ultimately it's about who you are, what you want, and from the things you want, which ones are in alignment with your more important values. Let's say you have five values of freedom, independence, education, I don't know, love, all those things. And you say, for all these five values, which, which is number one? Maybe for you it's freedom. Maybe it's for you it's love. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, you then assign goals to realize those values, and the goals that are assigned with higher values will obviously have higher priorities. I see. I see. Yeah, that that's that's uh, that's really fair. I think you're right. Your priorities eventually come down to your values. You got to figure out what you want in life. Uh, well, that that all, that's also a matter of choice too. Like a lot of things are fine by me, but they're not, you know, top of the line, super exciting for me so i know that i can choose a path of the fine and merely survive and be fine just like fine literally just fine and uh it's gonna be fine <laughs> but it's not gonna be awesome and i want to live my life awesome i know when i when i become by the older, way let me just interrupt you right now buddy i think you just uh, broke a record on the, the amount of uh, time somebody <laughs> used to work fine in one sentence i think you just broke a record right now it's called games. hooray go for it <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyhow, um, well, we're, uh, yeah. So, so my point is, at the end of the day, that would be just fine. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Very nice, man. I love it. <laughs> That's a fine program. I love this fine program. So, a fine gentleman who has a very fine conversation with a fine guy on a fine, fantastic Monday day. I love it. Exactly. Actually, it is a fine day. Anyhow, so uh, back to the original topic. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I want that awesomeness in my life, right? So at the end of the day, when I grow older, I know if I look back, if I lived an awesome life, no matter how much mistake, how much hustle I went through, how much uh, stress I uh, encountered, I know I'm going to be like, this worth it. And no, no matter where I am in my life, by the way, because, you know, the, the path that I came, the memories that I created, the experiences that I got were definitely worth it, even if I don't have a dime to my name. Of course, that's not the goal. But if I, if I do, of course, but, but if I don't do this, then I know my life might be fine, might everything be in place, I might not risk anything, etc., etc. But then I know, like, I haven't done something, 
because that's my inner calling. This is just an example, a personal example that um, I'm giving out to give uh, shine a little bit more light on the subject. Now, let's uh, let's say we got the priorities straight, okay? So, we're going forward. We're trying to, you know, manage time. Idea is to uh, throw in a lot at, at ourselves. So, we might need to really control the time, be on top of it, basically. Know what to do first and the next, or, or we run out of it. Um, like, for example, right now, you were saying, like, after this, you're immediately going to go to gym, correct? Exactly. There we go. So, so you got to have that uh, going for you. So one thing that I personally like to do, just as an example, sometimes it seems counterintuitive to people, but anyhow, is to, for the menial tasks that I don't care, I make it a routine. So for example, if I say I got to go to the gym, go to the gym at a very exact hour. Uh, well, exceptions happen, that's fine, but then generally create some uh, routine so my conscious mind doesn't have to think about a lot of stuff along the way. So I can free up my, my memory, my, my conscious mind, for important stuff that I cannot make it a routine. What do you do? Well, ultimately, uh, this is not just about uh, how you manage your state. It's also about commitment. I really believe that uh, being able to manage your stuff, manage your time, and having the uh, conscious awareness of what is important and what is not, and then um, tr trying to do those things, it's more about your sense of commitment and discipline than it mm -hmm. is about your just... Uh, programming your mind for now of course i'm all for these things as you know in animal okay. we have this thing called conditioning we can condition ourselves by linking a lot of pleasure to doing something and a lot of pain not to doing that Absolutely. thing yeah. and that gets us psyched up about that stuff and of course i'm all for it and i do it myself all the time but mm -hmm. ultimately that technique might not always work which is why when it comes to doing these things like i don't know i should now run to the, go to the gym and whatnot that sense of discipline will ultimately give you a lot more advantage in terms of accomplishing those goals than does anything else combined from my perspective. So that's the main issue here. Now, are you up for the task? Because living with a sense of urgency, from my perspective, mm -hmm. it's not easy. I mean, let's be honest. You're literally, you're hustling all the time. And that will inevitably create certain times when you just don't want to do it, where you just want to quit, give up, who cares? I'm not going to do it, who cares? Yeah, just exactly. one day, dude, it doesn't matter. But it's just those one days that you start missing and eventually that becomes a habit. And that mm -hmm. habit repeats itself and then you actually find yourself uh, procrastinating and quitting on a regular basis. So for that reason, I really believe that it's mainly about your sense of discipline in this mm -hmm. case because it allows you to commit yourself to that task no matter what happens. And this will give you a great perspective on how you can actually go about doing those tasks, even if you don't necessarily feel like it. Now, you can get fancy and try to program your subconscious mind and whatnot and stuff. <laughs> but ultimately, that from my perspective is not necessary for most people because they can just commit themselves to the task. Of course, that's easier said than done uh, in order for them to achieve and realize that goal. So that's for me what's, what's truly important in this regard. And uh, of course, uh, I, we're talking right now a lot about that sense of urgency. At the same time, I'm also a huge fan of patience. So it is true, Amazing. you've got to live with a sense of urgency, but that doesn't mean you should seek shortcuts all the time, mm -hmm. because that will inevitably lead to failure in most areas of life, because I'm a huge fan of the long route of mastering anything I do, which means if you want to uh, live with a sense of urgency, that doesn't mean find the shortest way to achieve your goals. It means understand the value of time and how precious it is and try to put in more tasks and more activities that are going to uh, help you achieve your goals in your uh, basically scarce time 
That is what it means to live with a sense of urgency. It doesn't mean to just rush all the time or just to find the fastest you know, shortcut to your goals. Because these the are first totally fine. different things. Exactly. All right. That's very true. And um, I'm glad you brought it up. I was gonna anyway. So there's also sometimes a lot of confusion. Some people think like when you, you know, when you live uh, with a sense of urgency, you're always hurrying all that. You're not really patient. That's that's not the case. It's not that you're not patient. You are actually. You have to be. Otherwise, the, the life gets super chaotic. It's not going to be livable anymore. So, uh, so my perspective on the matter is that it's not it's not that you can be patient, or it's better to be patient, or it's an advice for you to be patient, but it actually becomes a necessity. Uh, so you essentially cannot live without it because you're already speeding up, and um, and if you don't, if you're not patient, then you're adding a chaos to the chaos. Um, so I, like I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's like two sides of a coin they come together it's not you know, getting rid of it on or it's not a life um, and I like the patience because sometimes you, the, the, the tree that you planted or whatever it doesn't bear fruit that quickly it takes it takes a long 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 ass time and if you if you, if you you know if you uh, mess with it it's gonna it's gonna ruin you and the, one of the interesting ones examples that I find is the the investment market a lot of people do the trading stuff and oh and my both, there we go exactly. and i both read the um what was the name of the book by tony robbins money money master the game right of course there are two major books one is also the unshakable both are great right, books right. yeah right no no I'm, like in terms of money stuff mostly that's right, right. So, so so yeah he he you know in a money master the game he talks about the notion of um you know how how to basically invest your money and a lot of people go for the trading option, you know, bouncing between that. I'm not saying that's wrong by any means. My point is something else. I want to illustrate something else. And I, what I'm saying is that that's the impatient way. They want to make money a quick buck very quickly. And it's an extremely high risk to, to do that, as we all know. And a lot of people lost a lot of things. But then the ways suggested by, for example, Warren Buffett is the long game. And he used the long game himself to get where he got. And he was extremely patient. Even when the, the market went into turmoil, he didn't cave. He was like, no, my method pays off. Trusting that Dude, it. you make money in investments during the turmoils, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally, think of like, I, I was getting a lot of messages lately from a lot of my friends. I said, dude, I'm worried, man. The currencies are going up. It's all crazy. I don't know what to do. And I told them, actually, I put it on Instagram as well. And I said, oh. dude, relax. Because people are like this. When things are going well, they assume things will keep going well. And th things are terrible, they, yeah, exactly. they assume things will keep going bad. So I said, don't worry, dude, it's going to come down. Believe me. He said, no, man, I, I can't. I, I know some guy who's really, really well informed who said it's going to get worse. I said, he's really well informed. Okay, let's see who's right in the end. And guess what? Today we heard the news. Everything's coming down. So mm -hmm. ultimately, it's about that long-term perspective in everything, not just finances, not just investments, in everything. And that is precisely why I believe it is important to have that sense of patience, but then combine that with a sense of urgency. Why that's important. First of all, it's very hard to combine them because mm -hmm. in life generally balance is difficult and it's often that's easier true. to fall on one extreme than the other. Secondly, when you have that combined sense of patience with a sense of urgency, you are literally working hard all the time because you say, mm -hmm. dude, life is, there's only one life. Time is scarce. And I got one life. Let's make the most of it, right? So in that condition, 
you are busy doing a lot of things and being patient simultaneously. This means that after a few years, a lot of areas of your life suddenly just bloom, man. Like it'll be mm -hmm, great, mm -hmm. unbelievable. Like boom, boom kind of like you know, like the springtime. Bing, 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 bing. Everything gets exactly. Everything starts. And we're like, dude, this guy's life just got ten times bigger. Well, that's exactly what tennis is all about. Like you start mm -hmm. pursuing ten similar things or ten important things, and you work on them for a long time, not getting any results in the end. But then after five, six, seven years, boom, all 10 areas get bigger. This guy got yep. lucky, man. This guy is lucky. Exactly. No, dude, it's say. not luck. It's a combination of patience and living with a sense of urgency. That's very true. Exactly. I was going to say, like, and do people see that snippet that things grow and he becomes, he or she becomes very successful, very powerful, everything blooms, et cetera, et cetera. So as you mentioned, it's not, it's not overnight. It's not luck. It's not. The notion of luck is actually uh, interesting to me. We can talk about it later, but then it's it's not. It's 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 a combination of things happened. Most of which is probably within his reach, within his power. Of course, there were some some events that were out of the person's power too. But then it's irrelevant. You can't you can't control what you can't control. So worrying about it is just useless. And we should talk about that at some point too. But then let's give it a little like a very short uh, nudge. And that is, um, you know, the, on the extension of the idea of patience, when, you, uh, when you're not patient, you start tampering things with things that are actually not within your bounds or you shouldn't tamper with. And you actually mess up the, uh, you know, the process. And that, uh, that eventually leads to disasters, not bearing fruits eventually. Um, so think about it. If you, if you planted the seed and you're not giving it time to grow on its own, you want to poke it. To grow, it, you just you're just gonna ruin the seed, and there's exactly. never gonna be a tree or whatever you're planting. So, so true. Uh, eventually, the patience is super important, and as you mentioned, it's uh, with this lifestyle would be actually really difficult to to come to balance to because usually balance is difficult. You think like your mind goes, as you mentioned, it's actually a tendency of our mind too. Like when we see something, we try to keep doing that. When the uh, market is going up, everybody's thinking it's gonna go up forever. What's going down? Everybody, it's the inertia of mind, kind of thing. Kind of, it's my thing. I, it's not a thing. Of course, I just, I just made it up. It's natural. It, it is natural, man. But we can we can change that through education. I mean, I was looking True. at myself when I first got into investment, dude. I was losing, man. I, I almost lost everything the first few years because I just played like everybody else. It's green, okay, buy. It's red, sell. Okay. And guess what? In the end, boom, I got nothing. I even lost my capital. So. Yeah. Ultimately, it's natural. I mean, uh, by nature, we are designed not for – that's my firm belief that by nature, humanity is not designed for success or happiness. Mm -hmm. By nature, humanity is designed for survival and reproduction, and those often are in direct contrast with success and happiness because they make us feel somehow – we are we are programmed to be pessimistic by default. Our brain yeah. is designed to look for things that could lead to death. And mm -hmm. to uh, compromise or survival and to find them and to rescue basically itself. So ultimately, that's all going against that default programming of human mind that is in the modern world designed for failure and reprogramming for success and happiness. And that requires, of course, to change yourself. And the same way I now look at the market and when things are going up, I'm actually become very careful. And when things yep. are going down, I, I take it easy. This is something that I've learned. This is, yep. this is what I program myself emotionally, and the same thing can be done with anything else, including patience, 
including living with a sense of urgency. We can program our mind to think in this way, and this gets a lot better results. That's very true, and um, you know that's that's um, very true and it's, uh, super necessary. So, you know, we we talked we we started off with um, lifestyle, sense of urgency or none, uh, the opposite, whatever it is. Um, we went with sense of urgency again. I want to emphasize this: if it, if it's fine by you, do it, but don't think about the regrets that you might have. That's my only concern. Like you're like I'm I'm fine now, but tomorrow I'm gonna regret it. So that's a problem for me personally. So that's that. Secondly, we went uh, towards, okay, we're throwing a lot at, our, uh, at ourselves and it's time is uh, scarce and we got to, you know, uh, make time for ourselves, which is which is actually a huge issue for a lot of people. First, actually, let me go back to this because a lot of people don't, well, you mentioned discipline and all that, but a lot of people don't know where to start. Can you give me like one thing, one thing that you would give um, advice to somebody who's like, I have zero clue how to start with the process of time management. One advice, what would you say? Very well, I'd say right now, do not think it, ink it. If you're at the if you're a beginner right now, your mm -hmm. brain and your mind is not trained for setting priorities, setting goals, and it requires some sort of reinforcement. So sit down on a bring a pad of paper, you know, a notebook, a pad of paper, whatever it is, and write down mm -hmm. the most important values that you have right now. And then write down below them a set of goals that will allow you to achieve those goals, to achieve those values, realize those values. And then write down up to 10 things, okay? 10 things. Mm -hmm. So if whatever it is, just think of right now 10 things that you could be doing that will be allowing you to realize those values. And then write them down. Do not think it, guys. If you are a beginner, if you're, if you're just getting started right now, Thinking it will not do you any good, I promise you, because that's how I started myself. So you write down those top 10 activities that you know you should be doing to get you close to your goals and to realize your values. And then, exactly from then on, then ask yourself, I want to now get rid of eight of these goals and only do two of them. Mm -hmm. This means you have to now cancel out from these 10 things you've written down, you've got to cancel out eight of them. That is 80% of them, right? You, right. you, and you've only commit yourself. So, okay, now I've got these two. These two I really cannot cancel. And you start with those two things right away. And you do this for the next few weeks. And after that, you're in the process. You said, dude, I've done it. Everything's done. Okay, now write down those top 10 goals that you know you should be doing to achieve your other goals. And then try to remove eight of them based upon the priorities. Like on a, you should actually look at this on a piece of paper, right? So like this and this and this and this and this and this. And then... You literally just uh, delete eight of those from the list, and then mm -hmm. you commit yourself to those two. This allows you to think in what I call the 80-20 thinking, which mm -hmm. allows you to be able to live with that sense of urgency and patience because you're doing the most important things. They say, do the most important things first, and the second most important things never. Mm -hmm. That's the key, man. We are not ever going to get caught up. If you want to learn more about this, by the way, our friend of the book, Eat That Fraud by Brian Tracy. If you ever think that you are going to get caught up, caught up, you won't. You will never get caught up with your tasks. There will always be things you should be doing with that you will never, ever be able to do. So in that case, why waste your time and energy thinking about them? Just remove those goals and only do the top two. And repeat this process until this becomes a habit. And only then you can actually do this even without writing. Of course, I myself still write down my main goals with deadlines 
and I keep them with me on on a Word file with me all the time. But still, you don't have to go that far. For the beginners, just a piece of paper will do it. Amazing. That's um, that's a good good advice. And then you know you took a process and you're continuing it. Um, and then comes as we talked the idea of trusting the process, which brings us to patience. Meaning, okay, you created this process, you're following it. Now you gotta trust it. You gotta trust that it bears fruit and not tamper with it. Otherwise, you're just you know jump, jumping trees, as we talked about. So now it brings us to patience, which we extensively talk about, talked about, and then and then voila, you you've got your results that you wanted, uh, or some of it at least, because things get out of your hand at some point, and that's, that's another thing that yeah, I think that's another thing that I uh, I want to briefly, very briefly talk about, and that's the idea of not. Um, you know, concerning ourselves with things that are completely out of our hands because shit go, goes wrong and there's exactly. nothing you can do about it. So why worry about it? I mean, worry about it to the extent that you understand that you have to find a way around it or the, the stuff that we talked about in, in the episode, uh, The Obstacles Away. But then beyond that, when you can't do anything, worrying about it is just waste of your energy, waste of your mental capacity, and waste of your time. So just let it go. Absolutely. And, yeah. Do you have any comments on that? Well, ultimately, it's you know, what you said. It's about not wasting your goddamn time. I mean, come on. I know your daddy told you this. I know your teacher told you this. But ultimately, many of your the, the same people who actually told you not to waste their time, they were sitting every night in front of fucking TV and wasting their time. <laughs> so it's something that everybody knows that it should be done. It's kind of like uh, uh, you talk to smokers. They all know it's bad to smoke. It's like, dude, it's, it's bad for health. It's like... <sighs> Yeah, I know, man. It's very bad for my health. Bro. <laughs> I mean, like, this is people know they should not waste their time, but they do it anyway. So, because of this, understand that you got only one friggin' life. Right. I remember I had this conversation with a friend of mine uh, a, a while back, and I told him, "Dude, listen, you got now three options. You're alive. Whatever happened, by some chances, you're now here, and you're experiencing life as a conscious being. You got a few choices. Number one." You can suffer for the rest of your life until you die. Amazing. Number two, you can end that misery now by committing suicide. Amazing. And number three, you can actually, while you're alive, make something of it and enjoy it as well. So, do you want to commit suicide? He said, dude, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. So, <laughs> I said, now you've got two options. So, since you're not willing to commit suicide because you're smart enough not to do that, then you have two options. Either you will suffer for the rest of your life by feeling of inadequacy and not realizing your talents and abilities or you will have a great life and you will enjoy it and you will grow and you will have this because you have no other option dude life either you will enjoy your life or you won't you won't and by enjoying your life i don't mean like partying all night long and getting drunk and just doing uh, marijuana that's not enjoying your life. that's ruining your life enjoying your life is when you're enjoying it on a true uh, psychological, emotional level, and that requires growth. That requires goals. It requires achievements. It requires making right. progress. All of those things. And because of this, uh, what you got to do now is to think about that. You got one life. You can either end it quickly, or by by suicide, or you can end it with pain after a few decades of miserable existence, which uh, eventually will be ended by some sort of. I don't know, uh, accidents or cancer or whatever, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or you can actually make something good of this life. And I think every normal human being would agree that the third is the best option. And if you really want that option, then you've got to actually start managing your time. Because time management is really 
life management. It's, it's about how you will spend that precious gift called your yeah. life. Because time is a human-made construct. Time is just a way to, res uh, to uh, resemble life, how much life you got, basically. And once you do that, then, of course, you can live with a sense of urgency while at the same time being patient because you want to make it a good life. You cannot make a good life by being always impatient. You've got to be patient to be make a good life. And that will give you that right balance, which we call the sweet spot in the middle, which gives you the best things in life. Amazing. I guess that you gave your sort of give your, you know, ramp up and final comments. But I was going to ask anyways. I'm going to ask anyways. And I'll leave that to you. Do you have anything uh, last to say? Obviously, after all that we talked today about this matter, my final recommendation to everyone listening to this program right now is this. Guys, you heard those three options, right? The third is always the best. And if you really want that option, then you've got to take life more seriously. You're going to take your time more seriously, basically. And that will give you the best chance to achieve the things you want in life and to hopefully create and strike that balance between that, that sense of urgency as well as patience to be able to achieve your goals and realize your dreams. Amazing. Thank you, Dan, again. With that, uh, we come to end of another episode. Thank you for being with us, Dan. It's my pleasure, buddy. Amazing. And uh, thank you for tuning in again. It's, uh, it's a joy. Without you guys, we just two guys chatting about stuff which we do often but then we don't have to record it <laughs> uh anyways thank you again for tuning in and uh, hope to see you very soon my name is Puyel J, aka Pujits see you next time